You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. What's going on? It's really this VI. This, this is Factors TV, y'all. Uh, episode 19. 19. We back at it with another episode, man. Another week, man. New spill, new talk, man. Come gather around this good stuff. Talking it, swallowing spit. Um, back at it with a myriad of different topics. We're gonna talk about some official stuff. We're gonna talk about some some satire. Uh, we're gonna talk about a little bit of everything, man. All right, Ti. I hear you with the vocabulary. No, see, I would have said some yes. <laughs> not at all. See, the vernacular, the vernacular. In the ejacular of the vernacular. That's what's going on with you, though. Um, this past week, man, it's been back in school. Had to really, uh, it was a tough weekend. I had my babies. We had fun. Kicked it as always. It was a blessing always to have, you know, phone my daughters and do different things. This past weekend was the death anniversary of our big bro, Charles Justice. So um, long live Chuck. Shout out my uh, my family. Everybody came out to their support and party at the, you know, great side like we would if he was alive, you know. Um, just showing love, and uh, that was a tough day, but it's always about fun because Chuck was a fun person. He was somebody that liked to light up the room, so we uh, had fun on that day, and then um, hung out with my babies, and, you know, it was a cool-ass dad. Yeah, what you yeah. had going this past no, week? No, no, I was going to say that, too. Uh, you know, dogs, family, kids, school, businesses, trying to lock in, you know, try to do so many things at one time, you leave a few things behind, yeah. you know, so you try to lock back in. But I was going to speak about Chuck, you know, long live C-Ray. He's a, a pivotal, you know, figure in the community. And, you know, this past, what was it? Friday. Friday or the 29th was the anniversary of his death day. Yeah. And uh, we got together with some people and, you know, kept his memory alive and enjoyed it like he always wanted us to. So uh, shout out to C-Ray, man. We love you. We miss you. For real, for real. Black bastard. Uh, he's a black bastard for sure. For sure. Um, I wanted to kick off this uh, <laughs> this episode. Something happened this morning with with Drake. Oh, um, this is greatness. Drake posted, you know, uh, 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 on, on IG, and some troll got into his comments. Was you know mentioning his son. So Drake, you know, messaging back his like, you know, I just immediately wants to go follow your wife. You know, she looks like she needs you know some excitement in her life. <laughs> and it's insane because. She went from 2,000 to 20,000 followers, 21,000 followers. Um, in, 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 in some hours. Yeah. Like, nah, yeah, like he turns her up. And, you know, <laughs> dudes try to play along with it, but hey, man, he's playing a dangerous game. I don't man. give a damn how cool he is trying to play. That man is, is bro, sizzling, bro. He's cooked for life. For life. He's, he's, he, he's cooked for life. I don't care how cool your wife are. If there's an argument, you better watch out because a Drake thing's coming up. He has his own airplane. He has fucking Air Drake. Like, you know? It's Air Drake, dog. But listen, what, this what is what's so do? cool about the situation is that as a man and woman, man and wife, you know what I'm saying? We have fun. We do this and that. This is where Drake took it from. You know what I'm saying? Because dude said something about his son. Yeah. When Drake was just talking about, you know, regular stuff. So Drake is, he, and this is somebody that's petty. He's petty with power. Goes and follow her. She likes, she needs some fun in her life, man. I'm about to spice her life up. And guess what happens, man? Turns her life up, man. She got a whole bunch of followers. And he's like, 
this dude really DM my wife. Drake's here DM like, hey, Ma, I'm here for you. <laughs> yeah, he said, I'm here for you, I'm Ma. I'm here for you, Ma. What you need, my baby? Like, this guy is crazy, dude, dog. Dude can play cool all he want, but he's treading on thin ice. Oh. Like, that, like, that's that's never going to die down in a relationship. She's always going to feel like she could have a Drake or, you know, some 10, 10 years later. I could have went and flew out with Drake if I wanted to. I stood by you. Or, you know, he, he done turned her life up. Now they're doing sponsorships and shout outs for $100, $200 in their stories. Because their stories are getting 200,000 views, you know. So she goes, you know, you ain't never did nothing for me like Drake did. You know, it's, it's bad for him. He, you know, he's laughing. He, 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 he threw himself in the bowl yeah. pie and just by trolling. And this is just the thing about people don't realize is it's cool to troll. It's cool to talk stuff. But it's just like the personal stuff. Just with his kid. His kid, yeah. And you think Drake's not going to see you? You're always like, oh, man, they won't look at your comments. They ain't going to check me out. They ain't going to read it. And guess what happens? He reads it. He responds to it in a positive manner. He gives you some light to share. This guy is a maniac. Like, it was genius. It was only not only good for himself. He's helping out a black family. But at the end of the day, this guy is an all-around, all-American. <laughs> he is a cold oh, no, He cat. did that, man. He Like, he did that. Your wife? And he did it in a polite way too, you know, and you can't be mad because you want his kid. Like, and he's not disrespecting your wife. He's just saying, hey, hey mom, I'm here for you. You look like you need some excitement. And you know, he has a big, he's a big idol, big icon, big spotlight. Come on, man. You gotta be smarter than that. Cause now you're playing it cool, but bro, deep how long is cool, how cool it's gonna be. You yeah, know, you we'll can play see. it cool till it ain't cool no more, man. Nah, man, we'll see how that go, man. He's, I, I, me and Steli was on uh, Twitter talking. He's, He's in a dangerous, like, dangerous he, waters. Like, like, you think it's cool right now. It's cool. It, it's all a laugh and giggles right now, but man, psh, yeah, we'll see. We'll check on them in a few months, see if that, uh, divorce ain't final. It's like, I'm playing. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> no, seriously, for real. Um, I also saw, uh, I saw something in the news where, um, you know, uh, WNBA player, WNBA player, Brittany Ryder was, um, is being held in Russia. Um, the U.S. officials, whoever that is, I don't even know, so many different official <laughs> officers, they have come to the conclusion that she was illegally detained. Declared illegal, illegally detained. Yeah. So yeah. they're going to put more effort into bringing her back home, you know, which I hope they do bring which her back Which is home. good because it's a headline now. It oh, went yeah, from yeah, being no, yeah, quiet no, and not, you know, it. we're talking about it more than the, the U.S. or CNN, anybody else talking about it, but now it's a headline. No, yeah, I'm glad they're talking about it, but they need to bring her home. Like, yeah. she's a U.S. citizen who represents you guys on national levels, and you guys are just sitting back like, you know, you scared of Russia? You know, this guy Biden send more money over to Ukraine. These guys is crazy here, man. I can't deal with them. We can't deal with them, but um, it's very unfortunate that she's going through that. I um, try to read a little bit of a uh, little bit more on it, and it's just disheartening to realize that her family, nobody has had any contact with her. Like that is scary. You know what I'm saying? It's not like she's privately having a phone conversation, or she has one representative for herself to have someone go tell her family how she's doing, what condition she's in. There is no one that has talked to her, not in her family, not a lawyer, anybody. And that's very, very disheartening, and it's scary to think putting yourself in that situation to not only be in jail or prison, but to be out the country, in a country that is in the middle of war. So. Um, we're praying for her all the time. Very thankful the U.S. finally said something that took way too long, way too damn long. But thank you for finally speaking up and making a headline because one thing about America is the headlines mean the most in the media. And the, I'm glad that they said declared her because it's only right to say she is being detained. There's no explanation for where she is or how she is doing. And I hope that she gets home soon. I just can't. I can't imagine that. That's crazy to me, no, man. That's nuts, man. It's all, yeah. Let me stop, man. I, I joke too much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. Um, <laughs> seriously. Um, <laughs> speaking of officials, you um, 
you you saw like you spoke some about the opioid the the opiate the opioid epidemic and also there being some decriminalization in Washington State. They something? just they're going to roll out a bill to decriminalize drugs in Washington State very soon, which most likely will pass. They're trying to do it like Oregon, and a lot of people are excited about it. Um, there are some benefits to it, but um, it's kind of like a backhanded thing to the black community. So a few blacks, uh, Latinos, Latinos. I mean, it, 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 but I, I know you're speaking for us mostly. Speaking, yeah, yeah for us because we were called junkies. We were called crackheads. They were combining us with our homes. We're taking our homes from us, splitting homes up, giving people crazy amount of time, jail time, prison time, taking assets. You know, general wealth. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, generational wealth that would be built if people were able to keep these things, even if they made a mistake. It's crazy because we are at a point where everything's becoming legal now. Everything's becoming cool to do and gaining uh, profit. And most of these things were built around black people to bring them down. Their, their, their demise. And, and, and that's one thing I did see is that, you know, now it's being called a sickness. You know, now people, instead of going to jail, they go to, you know, to get well. They go to wellness centers. They go to rehabilitate, you know. Black people were caught, they were, might have been smoking crack and still doing five, 10 years, you know, even though they're smoking it. But I see that, you know, the difference in the care for, you know, now they have safe houses where people can, safe injection sites where people can go, make go. sure they don't overdose and, you know, do the right drugs. Like it's, it's crazy how it's going now. So, um, but yeah, I remember Portland decriminalized drugs, I want to say two or three years ago. And, you know, there's people, you know, who do you know, magical stuff down there. So <laughs> and it's not funny, but it's sad because I represent us and I know that we have been uh, red line. We have been uh, it's been a genocide when it comes to disenfranchised, disenfranchised. We have been set back many times due to laws created to target black people in black communities and also us being given drugs that we wouldn't know how to create or get if it wasn't for certain powers that be. We ain't have no plane, man. We have no plane. Coca leaf grows where we can't get to. Yeah, it's hella hot where it grows naturally. So it's just all types of things that you can think about to think about who supplied and who did what to what community. But all I know is that when it comes to Washington State, you guys are lacking the support on, if not giving reparations, giving the resource to those to put themselves in the forefront of businesses and making new uh, programs. I was say, the same thing with the legalization of marijuana. Um, what place was it you said just, just gave uh, minorities a year head start? Oklahoma, a year and a half ago, they gave minorities a head start a year and a half ago on, you know, legalization of marijuana, meaning you were able to get in on licenses, you were able to get permits and be able to be a part of the process from seed to weed. Washington State hasn't done that for anything. Um, I think we are owed a lot by Washington State as black people, whether it be from redlining with our property, whether it be drug laws when, or whether it be with this weed legalization and how you guys gave all the benefits and resources of those who own businesses was a majority white and Asian people who had nothing to do and who were never affected by this beforehand. It's a lot to be said and a lot to be talked about, but I think uh, a movement's gonna come and a time's gonna come where we're gonna stand up because ain't no way you let gentrification happen, it hasn't done. And there's so many other things you could have did to help us not only become better with our, our situations, but invest in our futures. And those are some of the things you could have did. Things you took away in the past that are great now and making money now, he could have gave to us now. So it's just sickening to see the opioid epidemic 
giving them so much power to change laws and then give them safe sites. And also now it's time to decriminalize when you guys have gained billions off jailing, jailing and putting people in Taking prison. Taking people's cars, houses. Houses, all know, that. You made yeah. billions. You've, you've set us back. Assets, houses, and all that have been taken. The Brown Act of 75, something you can look up yourself, which started in California, but Washington adopted it, where if you or any one of your family sells drugs or does drugs, if you're connected to a household, your household is up you could get it taken away. It's certain things that people don't know about that had to do with the, if not the progress of black people, it's to slow down the progress of black people. So we really need to get into not only these laws, but things that are forthcoming that are supposed to give the state wealth, supposed to give the city wealth. There's things that need to be brought up and put light on so they can shine and we can get the truth out of this because the laws with this this weed stuff and all this decriminalizing them, it just it upsets me. It really does. I know people, I've lost people, whether it be to death or whether it be to the system, and even myself going through things in the system because of the same things that are okay now and cool now to do. It's really disheartening. It makes me upset. Nah, yeah, me too. Shoot, there's there's some dope dealers who could have been chemists. You know what I'm saying? It's not easy to cook Real crack. talk. Real, it's not easy to cook crack. It's not even a joke. That's real talk. No, we got chemists like, in the seriously. kitchen. You know what I'm talking about? Hairstylists work with chemicals like doctors do. Like, you know, we in the hood whipping it up, but you guys took it from us. So it's time you give it back. And then turn it into Ritalin. I think it said Ritalin, uh, Ritalin is one molecule of away crack? from being crack. For, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Like, literally, like they showed the models. The build, the DNA structure. The, the, the structure. I mean, it was literally not the DNA, one, but the structure of the. Yeah. One molecule, one strand from being. You know, crack. Well, it's insane. That's horrible. But yeah, I'm glad you uh, brought that up. I, man, I, that is something that's close to me. Not with just the the how they're treating. You know how the opioid epidemic is affecting white people, but also the decriminalizing of laws and how they are just turned a bad eye to giving us chances and resources for the marijuana industry in Washington State. Every state that is legalizing it are putting black people first and people of color first because they know. We were targeted. So Washington State, I don't know what you're going to do, but you got to figure it out. You guys failed us, but it's not over. It's not over. Um, Far from it. Black China. We spoke to her about the child custody stuff. Um, she was back in the news because um, she had a defamation lawsuit against the Kardashians. And she said some things, but she you know, ultimately won. No matter if it's true or not, you have money, power, and Kardashian, the, Kat, the Kardashians, Kardashians have respect and money to go behind you know, fighting. But I want it to be a point to show women, you know, to have some type of stability, some type of, you know, solidarity behind, you know, what they're doing. Like now she's, she's setting up to do a boxing, a celebrity boxing thing. Like she's reaching for money everywhere because she's broke. And that's because she tried to live off having a baby, da uh, baby dads, family baby dads. She thought the reality TV stuff was going to last. She, like she thought the ratchet stuff was going to last and it doesn't. You have to have some type of firm footing in business. And I hope people take a lot of lessons from what she's going through because it's showing you, you know, that stuff don't last. Like it's hard to keep fast money, but fast money that's dependent on the others, her fame, her notoriety, being booked, TV shows, um, in, in industries, you could be blackballed even if the Kardashians messed her over. She hasn't built herself up to the level to where she can even play with them. Like, you can't go to war with somebody who has unlimited lawyers, unlimited money, resources. You know, you can't do that. I mean, cut you off because uh, I don't really know much about it because I don't follow her in herself. But check this out. She's doing a boxing match. Yeah, she, she announced the other day, I'm doing a slavery boxing match. She broke. She's she going broke. And now, and now you're fighting half of us. Like, come on. 
that's probably the best thing she's ever done. Who's not gonna tune in and see if she gets rocked? Oh no, or not? there's hella females she's coming from the Raptors. Money. She's gonna make her money. Somebody gonna tune in and see Black China get rocked, bopped, soccer. No, no, she might like she. Might, she definitely gonna make her money. And there's hella females who like oh you know who's like I'll, I'll box you, but how's that affect plastic surgery and stuff? You know, like is it gonna mess up her face? So she's gonna fall on her butt and her butt's gonna well, pop. She don't have a nose anymore, so <laughs> you know might knock her cheekbones off. Her 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 butt gonna pop when she falls down. Well, it might lose a tip. Nah, nah. But seriously, in all seriousness, I get your point. But it's just unfortunate that she had a chance to represent us on a platform that was higher and just did the regular, smegular, degular stuff. And obviously, they ain't getting paid for it. All that camera. It's just crazy how people be in front of the camera so much and have all this following, all this, and just be... Broke. I mean, but you also, yeah, it's also mismanaging money. You got to maintain the lifestyle. It's different when you get your lifestyle and then you're just cruising. But when you get to the lifestyle and you want to maintain that lifestyle, yeah. like, you know, that's that's when the the child support back, uh, stuff backfired on her because she was like, you know, I had to give up three of my cars out of my six cars. But you don't make money like that. And then she was like, you know, if I got child support, i help. And then it came out, you know, where she wasn't, where she had her kids one, two, day, two days out the week, you know, so... It really backfires. So everybody, get your stuff together. Don't be dependent on nobody. Like, or you're gonna be Black China. You're gonna be you're gonna be doing celebrity boxing matches, trying trying. Like I know her PR people are coming up with everything they can. Hey, you need to. We're tired. You need to do a boxing match. Get knocked out for somebody. <laughs> and and uh, fellas, don't be uh, don't be DJ Envy. We're gonna break. Don't what? <laughs> don't be DJ Envy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> he is whack. We're going to take a break on that note. Um, when we get back, we're going to talk a little more about some things and uh, finish off this episode. Stick with us. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media. Welcome back to the episode. Um, I scanned over and then read. Um, we all know it. Well, not mo- not all of us, but most of us know, most of us know about the the um, Oklahoma, the real Oklahoma bombing, the Tulsa massacre, Greenwood, the yeah. massacre, the 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 racist atrocity attempt at genocide. Um, there are a few survivors who are still alive from, you know, that, that long while ago, they're in their hundreds uh, as far as age go. But um, they've been fighting to get reparations, really, you know, for what happened. And uh, I want to say yesterday and the day before, a judge, you know, allowed, because at first it was being blocked. You know, they're still trying to get buildings back, cities back. They're trying to get funding for Equity, all that. Yeah, you know, they're trying yeah. to get everything back that they lost. But a judge finally pushed through saying, hey, you know, these guys need to be able to at least go to court because at first I wasn't trying to let them go through with it. These guys need to be able to go to court to, you know, sue and, you know, try to get some type of, you know, men's, you know, to what happened, you know, from back then. So and it's, and it's crazy because there's a lot of stories like that. And um, I'm, I'm glad that the people that are still around are being able to see that, like you said, they're in their hundreds. They, you know, have to be close, if not late 90s, um, even with the Manhattan Beach family who was just rewarded all their land back and money through equity from the late 1800s, early 1900s, after their family owned a beachfront property not too far to L.A., if not in L.A., 
and it was taken from them. So this story, like, it, it really warms my heart, but I hope it goes further because there is so much to be given back to that community, which was like one of the most thriving black communities in the history of America. They had airports, schools, High school, school banks, districts. They were saying, yeah, they're their own entity. Like, yeah. to, I think it is to have a city, you need a hospital, a bank, a grocery store, store, and a school district, and maybe something else, but those are the basic needs to form a community. Yeah, and they had all that. They didn't need anybody. You yeah. Know? So no, I'm glad to hear that, but. The U.S. needs to pay reparations, but for sure, places, a whole. places where the genocides happen, you know, yeah. Lake Lanier, where the black people were chased out. The village in Oregon, the you village told me in about. Oregon, I was like, so many places have been yeah. washed out, you know, by, you know, white America. And there's been no retribution to that. But, yeah, the judges gave them the goal to say, hey, go ahead and follow through and, you know, follow your lawsuits and go through with the court proceedings. So shout out to that, man. That's dope. I'm going to keep my eye on that, man. I just that's my first time hearing about that. I'm into them type of things. And, uh. We can mind that. So we're going to talk about that later on because I think some of these things, uh, they kind of just go under the radar. You know, like, really, yeah, no one's really talking about it. They don't want to talk about history or the truth. Everything's not about race. Yeah. It's, you guys still talking about race? Forget this, man. Like, forget race, man. You're race my doesn't matter. I don't see colors. My best friend's black. Man, get the f out of here, man. Best friend is, <laughs> you know? He's not all skin, skin folk ain't kin folk. I don't see colors, man. You know what I'm saying? You know who is seeing colors? The dude who tried to beat up Dave Chappelle. Hey, listen, he's not, he's seeing colors and how much body parts cost. Cause Mr. Potato Head got his shit bit backwards. Bro, dog. He's, <laughs> hey, what's and more insane is they handcuffed that man's dog. They still handcuffed him. <laughs> his arm was with his arm like this. His shit he had a broken. chicken wing on the stretcher. That hey, is crazy, dog. Uh, Dave Chappelle was performing live, you know, in front of friends and family, in front of a large crowd. And, uh, someone who's obviously he's had an issue with Dave Chappelle. For years, he he actually made a song about him two years ago, um, disrespecting him. But he he ran up on stage when Dave Chappelle was going to do the closing, you know, the, the closing the show. He tackled him. They wrestled for a little bit. Then he got up and he tried to run away, and got his Dave's ass team whooped. They did the yada the stump on him. Dave Chappelle was stomping him. Buster Rhymes, Jamie Foxx, them was real friends. They was whooping. That was a Security. workout. That's a good old, you know how I did it back in the days, man. That's a good old Seattle wave. They, uh, they put a, a, a bread loaf on his forehead. His, <laughs> his eye was shut, bleeding. His, his arm. How do you sit there with your arm like that? It's already done, bro. What can you do? It's done. The I, initial. I would have been ah, screaming. It's already done. That's done. It's already done, man. He can't even move it. That's why he's like that. He don't even want to move. But what's crazy is they found a gun with a knife on the end of it. Mm. They literally that like after a while they said the the man snuck in he had a, like a plastic or some gun in him like you know what I'm saying yeah. he got through the metal detector so I mean he he had a real issue with Dave oh, he had a real issue yeah now it's gonna be a situation of Dave hiring more security and all that but Dave's one of them like you know what I'm saying real niggas like he's tough but like one of them dudes like but he's highly respected yeah. too you know you know I'm not that's one thing out of a whole bunch you know now I get to say somebody tried to get me you know it's gonna be a whole joke now oh no he's a whole joke even Chris Rock you see yeah stage. I was gonna say yeah. you see Chris tried to throw it in there what did Chris say. Yeah. He said, he said, was that Will Smith? <laughs> no, the crowd started laughing hella hard. And he deserves that. Ain't nobody better not say that to Chris Rock, bro. You guys got, at that point moment, you be picking on him. Because he already took the slap, finished the Oscars. He's been held his grace. Show class. Show class. I also want to reiterate that they handcuffed that man's arm. Bro. The chicken wing. Bro, when bro, put that picture up whenever we do the editing, bro. Someone <laughs> handcuffed that man to the, to the damn, to the, uh, to the uh, what was it called? Stretcher. It's crazy. Because he got stretched. He got a uh, long arm stretch, dog. It's crazy to see the video because you see Dave get tackled and it kind of like, they're like, oh, whoever's recording kind of gets crazy. But then dog gets up 
and he makes it. This was perfect because he made it right past the back part where you couldn't see him no more. And that's where the ass whooping ensued. Like he literally got around the corner and you just seen six people just ascend on him. And it was probably just a whole bunch of cartoons. Boy, they, turned into a, they turned him to a trampoline. Boom. Bang. The person recording said, Pow. hey, they're stomping him. <laughs> Damn right they're stomping him. <laughs> you try to take out Dave Chappelle. You're talking about the, the Batman. Yeah. Boom. Damn. Boom. Bang. Bing. Zing. Like, uh, he's, he's getting boy, his ass toe up. Getting though. his ass hurt. Like, <laughs> Oh, they handcuffed that man's broken arm to the bro. That picture, because <laughs> somebody zoomed in on it. His arm is backwards. It's backwards. His elbow is pointing like he's pointing at somebody with a finger. It's backwards with the chicken wing. They handcuffed that man to the stretcher. That shit is hilarious. I'm sorry. I, back, I won't get over that. Like this. He's just like this. This hurts. So I know he's <laughs> over there. This hurts. I know he's over there dying inside, dog. How, could, how dumb can you be? Well, how'd you plan your night? Your night didn't start out like that, buddy. You, you were psyching oh, no. yourself after, up. I, after I found out he, 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 he made a song about Dave Chappelle and didn't like him, he, he came planning to do something and he saw his opportunity and it didn't work out like he, like, like he. But what did you see from running up him? Okay. Let it forget getting all the way beat up. You run into a situation like that logically thinking you're thinking that they have security already, but at the same time, you're like, well, if, what, if you what, look at the video, like before it happened, you don't see security's tucked. You don't see anybody. Yeah, anybody. There's some blending in the show. There's some back behind speakers. You can't see them. There's some back behind that wall. And I know that. But what I'm saying is his thought process, where did he think he was going to escape to? It's probably on drugs or something. Who knows? Man, I'm going to run it back to drugs. Them drugs lasted that long during that show? Yeah. He's probably on an LSD acid trip or something. <laughs> Whatever it was, they gave him some some gumption. <laughs> they gave him some gumption, man, to run up on stage on one of the most respected comedians, you know. People been running up there. on stages at these, at these shows and stuff, man. man well, soon we're going to see somebody get, get their ass shot. <sighs> somebody, and there's going to be, oh, you should have did that. You got to leave people alone. Yeah. Leave people alone. Yeah. Stay in the crowd if you want to be put on a, on a T-shirt. Because after a while, especially this guy having a gun, that does make it really, really serious. No, yeah. yeah. No, it does. And, and somebody will make you famous. You'll be viral and won't even know because you'll be in a box. Leave people alone, man. <laughs> you overdoing it, man. You overdoing it. You'll be viral. <laughs> you know, <laughs> put, put you on the jumbotron. He was a kind man. He's a sweet man. He was an honest man. He's a dead man. <laughs> um, I, I saw you uh, speaking about, um, you say Elon Musk was something about buying cocaine. It's like, nah. Uh, nah um, I, what I was talking about, everybody knows that Elon Musk, uh, Tesla owner and innovator and philanthropist and just all around being there and badass. Basically, we know he bought, he purchased uh, Twitter for, I believe, 44, 45 billion dollars. Billion, billion, for um, billion. He had a tweet that went crazy. He's been going crazy on Twitter because he owns it now. Uh, he basically said uh, he's going to purchase Coca-Cola to throw the cocaine back in it. And I know you guys are like, what? No. But some of us are old enough to know that Coca-Cola had cocaine in it. When it first, when it first started. Dropped. Um, they first started, it had 3.5 grams of cocaine in it. Ooh, they had now, the pack. When it came to America, um, I believe in the early, it's like 1800s. Coca-Cola is really old. It's like from the 16, it's like from the 1700s, I believe. I don't know for sure. It's like, it's like a Spaniard drink. Like, it's like, mm -hmm. I got, I did my research on it, but they basically brought it here and they dumbed it down, but it still had like, I want to say a gram of cocaine in it. Um, Elon basically said on Twitter, he's going to go ahead and uh, buy Coca-Cola back and, Gonna throw that good old stuff back in it. Which is wild to say on Twitter and being someone with influence and power. Like, thanks for your uh, need for speed moment. It's like really having to think about someone want to take a company and take it back to the old days. But this is like something like cocaine ain't a legal drug. You talking about throwing it back in the splash? 
Man, that was just amazing to see freedom of speech. That's why he said it. That's the reason why he bought Twitter. People really think about him going to buy Coca-Cola to put Coca-Cola, to put cocaine back in it. But his reason for buying Twitter was people was trying to change it and alter it and not give it freedom of speech. And so that's why he's showing the way he's proven. I don't believe he's going to do that. But at a certain time, Coca-Cola did have cocaine in it and you could buy cocaine over the counter at Sears. Back to you. Come get your. Like, no, you really could. No, yeah. Yeah. You guys don't know that, man? America's an effed up place, you guys. You guys don't know that? Huh? You ain't got that already? Hey, man, what Scarface say? I'm Mary, 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 uh, Mary Jane. Um, if it's taxable, it's cool to smoke. You yeah. know, before marijuana was legal, you could go get a cigarette, you know, that's killing people, you know, and they know it, but you go get it, you know? You go get alcohol, people die from DUI, from driving, from alcoholism, you know, every year, but. You can go get it because it's taxable, you know? So they choose and pick, like, I give it 15, 20 years before cocaine is legal in certain amounts, you know, if you want to do a little bit. Decri- that's, that's the whole thing about decriminalizing yeah. now. I mean, Portland Same did it. We're Portland, about it. Uh, people who do shrooms in Portland was partying because, you know, they didn't have to worry about the law anymore, you know? So, yeah. so it's just crazy he said that, but people didn't see the bigger picture, which wasn't he actually buying Elon Musk actually buying Coca-Cola and putting cocaine back in it, but freedom of speech. But at the same time, everybody's tripping. You can tell who's really like not hip or who's really young or who's on Twitter like the babies is like, what do you mean Coca-Cola? And they're tripping about it, but it really was something. Yeah, that, it had that yowda. It changes your perspective on America and how laws were and things were back then because, I mean, I want to be honest with you. I think my great grandma told me that even in the 50s, Sears had cocaine for sale over the counter or 40s or something. And she moved here from Michigan, Oklahoma. They said, I'm going to say it, make America great again. Make it, make it great again. Let, 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 let people sell their stuff. Not, <laughs> you know, let people do their habits, let people sell their stuff. Not like slavery, you know, make it great again. But like, <laughs> you know, and also I'm not a fan, like we should have stayed segregated, but that's a whole nother episode. Yeah, a whole nother episode we'll talk about yeah, this. Segregation, stay separate, kept, you know, yeah. segregated. Everybody Everybody equal so bad. Yeah, didn't get none of it. Yeah. Should have kept our own shit. Yeah. But um, <laughs> for real. No, yeah, we're going to close this one out. Any shout outs you want to give? Um, I'm going to shout out my girl, Jess Sweets, a co-owner of Zoe Sweets, which is a clothing line here in Washington State. She's fire, bro. She's so talented. She has uh, pre-made pieces, but also she does custom pieces. So like anything from class, casual, formal, like gowns, anything you want, uh, just sweet. She does it. And I'm talking about like real taste, not just putting stuff together. Like she's really making outfits that are like worn by celebrities and also worn by hometown favorites and people who know she just has a creative mind. So shout out my girl, uh, just sweets. Zoe sweets is a company on Twitter. That is exactly how it sounds. Just sweets. I believe with a Z or Zoe sweets with a Z and the end where the S will be. So shout out to you, Just Sweets, man. Keep rocking, man. I'm going to come try to get an outfit. We was talking about it outside our birthday. We're going to put something together for the summertime. Uh, for sure. Um, I want to give two shout outs. Uh, one to uh, Bird's Eye View uh, Photography. Uh, he uh, He's here doing his thing, but he's also known around the hood for doing his thing. Taking those Central District. Capturing, uh, capturing moments. You know, he's been doing it for years. You know, like he'll, he he's sent me photos. And I'm like, damn, I don't know he's taking pictures. So shout out to him for being a part of the time capsule. You know, so many memories, so many things we're going to miss. We don't even know we missed yet. You know, and he's here, you know, in studio taking pictures. So shout out to him. Um, also, I want to shout out uh, That's Win. He's a, a prominent you know, real estate mogul from Seattle, Washington, and everybody loves him from TikTok and Instagram and him sharing his success stories. But, man, we all know him personally. Personally know him. He, um, he sold our family houses before. He's always gave us good game. He's 
he's come to us with business opportunities and other things. He's, he's looked out for my mom when it comes to buying a house. So he's been near and dear to our family. Like now he's driving Phantoms and Bentleys and, and Ferraris. And when we were younger, he put up to our house in a canary yellow 79 Coutteville and gold D's. On Dayton's, um, man, but, on juice, hitting switches, man. <laughs> but, but he also, uh, he just shared one of his stories on one of the um, podcasts. I cannot remember the name of the podcast for the life of me, but um, he was talking about when, you know, he thought he was gonna go to the feds and he had to make amends with his wife and, you know, get prepared to come, you know, go to the feds and the feds never came, you know, and just how he, you know, went on about his life from then, but he felt free. So um, shout out to that because he's also a giving game. He's teaching people the game and how to do things. Like one thing I learned is a lot of people think you're supposed to just flip houses, flip houses, flip houses, but you don't know when you flip a house for hella money, it's something called uh, capital capital tax, capital gains tax, where if if you're selling something, making 300, 400,000 on it, you don't think the government's gonna be like, hey, that's a nice chunk of change, give me mine. So you're gonna make less. He holds on to his generational, you know, wealth, yeah. rents it out, you know, different properties. But shout out to him because he because he because he made money. He's showing how to make money. You know, there's a lot of people from here who don't do that. So shout out to him, man. A shout out to Sal, man, our engineer, man. He he, he always comes and holds it down, man. Um, he's always here. when He's always flexible. He always communicates, you know. So um, this show wouldn't happen without him. So shout out to everybody. Yeah, shout man. out to Sal, man, my dog, man. You know, I'm talking about we're going to get high after this. Oh shit! Uh, this is episode nineteen, man. I'm Vi. <laughs> I'm really, man. I'm just joking. Sounds drug free. Well, stay, stay on the. When the blue notes, that's a mobby pass. More chops than karate class. I can hear the blues when the shoddy blast. The whole block blowing horns. That's that Jackson jazz. When the blue notes, that's a mobby pass. More chops than 